0: through love oh you know we had to do it right <laughs> brother empowerment It's gonna a long helping brothers to break through without breaking with international viewership that means that we are getting our message worldwide and nothing can stop us from showing our brothers and their family love so you know we had to do it right come on now brother empowerment
1: we about to do it let's go we love you guys let's go let's go my brother hit my phone said bro let's go let's go we gotta build a home we gotta build a throne somewhere that we can roam let's get these brothers up to start to build each other up it's time for us to level up and power yeah we stepping up higher from the fire that ignited from the heavens up now it can't expire because my brother's always checking up homie put your blessings up homie never letting up homie said call me if you need it couldn't believe it i finally found brothers that heal it now i receive it because they invited me to breathe in all of the meaning of the true brotherly love just what i needed man it's such a vibe to build with brothers through the struggles man it's such a high to have them help you through your troubles make you feel alive because as they're raising your spirits you start embracing your fearless you can't deny that you're clearing all the demons from your heart wishing it from the start to any brother that want to step in and be apart because it's easier to do it together than be apart hope to be the beacon of light that can shine in the dark ah.
0: Let's go. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? It's Thursday. It's Brother Empowerment Day. So if this is your first time watching the show, where have you been? Where <laughs> is it? In? Yeah, we're on season, <laughs> We're on season
2: three, episode four.
0: <laughs> but no. But no, seriously, if this is your first time watching Brother Empowerment is a show designed to uplift men and their families to help them to break through without breaking and hoping mm-hmm. that something that is said during this conversation will leave and enrich their lives or someone they may know. Um, this is not one of those bashing shows, so we're not going to be sitting up here talking about shoulda, coulda, woulda, yep. but we will have sometime very intense conversations about being open and looking at things from different perspectives. Before we get into our special guest, bro, how was your week? Busy. Wake up. It was Wake up. So, so,
2: so, so busy. I have been get, taking care of things, but I've been doing so much running around and just, you know, thinking about money that I have to shell out to take care of said things that I've been running around to do. So it's been, it's been really busy, man, but I am happy I've been crossing things off my list, man. I, um, got my annual physical today We're running around to do so. <laughs> <laughs> so no, man, but I got, I went to the doctor, got my physical today. So that was good because, you know, we talk about health on here, not only just mental health, but also physical health and emotional health. So got to keep that up because health is wealth and I need my bag. So I definitely got to keep myself together. So went and did that went to the dentist yesterday, um, you know, just just getting stuff taken care of, man. But it's some stuff like my AC is, you know, on the fritz again. So I'm going to get that um either probably replaced. And so I'm like dreading that because HVAC units are expensive.
0: But yeah, anyways, man, it's just been busy and I've been taking care of things, but it feels good. How about you, man? Um, This has been a busy week for me as well. And I've been extremely tired because um. Leilani ended up going. Leilani's my oldest. Mm -hmm. Ended up going to a new school today. Yeah, but she started another school on Monday. So I feel like me and my wife have been ripping and running. Yeah, getting stuff done. I'm so grateful my mom is here because she's been helping get this house in order. Mm -hmm. You know, but other than that, ooh, yeah, that's really been it, man. And I just been. I feel like I feel like I've been doing a lot of. I feel like a lot of great things have been happening but here's a part about business that people don't talk about mm-hmm. when you start getting those contracts where you can't tell what you do like sometimes you want to advertise like oh i got this contract you're like no i can't yeah. so it looks like you're not doing anything but you're like i'm really working and i want to share it with y'all but i can't
2: not, not now not yet
0: i will say we're in the dark do we look like we're in the dark turn the you light. guys are kind of dark y'all kind of no, the light turn the light oh the light. the knob the other way oh Whew. Is that is that better? A little better, yeah. Great day. Okay. So let's talk about our guests. We got guests. Yes. Well, bro, you're not a guest. Yeah, Tell you. the people who you are first. You just like you just be here. I'm
3: just here. I'm the guy on the couch. Hi, my name's Iconic Bond. I'm the guy on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: right, <you> bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so now
0: our real guest. Tell the people who you are, who you is, who you be.
4: Uh, my name is Soulful Vision. I go by the name of Soulful Vision. I am a uh, neo soul artist out of Augusta, Georgia. Um, I am a spoken word por- a poet. I am. I wear many hats. Uh, I do a little photography as well. Um, but primarily, I am a writer. Um, And I love writing. And that's where I fell in love and then kind of made my way into the music scene. And um, you can follow me on social media at Soulful Vision is my name on display right here. Um, And uh, just check out my music on all digital platforms. Um, I have a couple singles up as well as some collaborations that I have with some amazing artists in the city and outside the city. And um, yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Really? We're glad to have yes. you on. And she's my little sister, my little cousin. <laughs> Her grandmother and my mom are sisters. That's what I was about yeah. to say. But yeah, she's my little cousin. <laughs> and like this is just proof that my entire family is dope. Yeah.
2: Y'all, y'all. Well, like, at least on my
0: granddaddy's side. Y'all are like celebrities in Georgia for real. Because yeah, influence, <laughs> influencers, celebrities, everything. I mean, we we amazing. Yeah. But no, let me stop. There's some dope yeah. people on my <laughs> This before they get mad at me, y'all dope too. <laughs> Granddad is dope, I'm joking. <laughs> so, bro, who do we have
2: watching? All right, so we have She Hulk, aka Mabuski, in the building. Hey, Rashid. Hey, what's going Booski. On? <laughs> so, hey, <sis. laughs> We got Al Howard in the building. What's going on, Al? Hey, man? bro. So, we got Antoine Myers in the building. What's up, Antoine, man? That's cousin. Oh, that's oh he see the i you know i i didn't see the picture and then that's know, cousin
0: hey cousin wait did he
2: have his full name up there the last
0: time yeah he did okay but it's two of them now he's <laughs> he's 2.0 <laughs> okay all right i so, mean he's 1.0 and then 2.0 come on sometime okay what's going on cousin
2: look at this hey whoever loves a parable is that might be my sister <laughs> we got mike bassman what's up bass what's up man
0: we got oh oh yep you did look at this
2: (laughs) we got Chanel's in the building what's going on Chanel (laughs) yeah you're right out man gotta gotta make sure we good man who else we got we got my sisters in the building Lolita Garnett hey sis that might have been she might have been loves the parable too
0: I think she is yeah let's go down here
2: what's up Mike man got Mike in the building I thought I saw Tara somewhere
0: uh I don't know maybe i just saw her in a picture
2: we got rock in the middle what's going on raquel man
0: what's going on
2: we got we got the beard aka ricky he's
0: in here too what's up Ricky? oh now it's coming up what's going on sir did we miss anybody we miss anybody we miss anybody uh no if you uh
2: if you're in the crowd and you haven't uh said anything please do so we can shout you out
0: yeah please do so (laughs) we can we don't want to miss anybody Look, and then I'm going to go fuss at Sean. So <laughs> this this season, like our theme song, we've been focusing on let's go.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We want to do a lot of things that will put us in a place, in a mindset of, Sometimes there's an urgency to just pick up your stuff and go Mm -hmm. don't be entertaining. No foolishness. Let's go But also there's an urgency to let stuff go right and then there is a command to my let's go We're moving to the next place. So we're talking about letting go. Let's go all of those things with Releasing anything that is hindering you from being the best you possible. Yeah So we're going to our quotes y'all ready. Yeah You ready? Miss Soulful Vision.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready.
0: I'm ready. Oh, I'm gonna do Jay Dizzle. What's yours gonna? You you can't do CG. I
2: I have no idea, man. I need to come up with one.
0: I'm next week. We are gonna have stage names up here.
2: So means I gotta for so for the next week I gotta come up try to come up with
0: a good stage name. Yeah. All right. MC Fatboy swag. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: we can't be what we always yeah. yeah. We're gonna come up with something and then we probably change it every week. <laughs> no,
2: once, once I spend all the energy coming up with something good, man. I
0: can't switch it up again. That's
3: bad for marketing. Or
0: it could be good because they don't know who's on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm
2: going to come up with two stage names. Uh (laughs) Two stage names? I'm going to come up with two stage names so that way I can switch it up.
0: Let's break them up. What we're going to do, that's going to automatically be three. What? Because we'll put them together to make one name.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That makes sense strangely.
0: Okay. So, which is appropriate, a question that sometimes drives me hazy, am I or are the others crazy? Einstein.
3: Dude. The dude. The dude. Albert Einstein was kinda crazy, but I feel like it takes a little crazy to, to, to do what he did. He said I think,
0: crazy. I, he ain't
3: crazy. I mean to the I'll say it like this. To the others, he might seem crazy. Because he's different. And Albert Einstein was very different than everybody in his time. He was on a different wavelength altogether.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like sometimes, I feel like much like, I feel like crazy, is one of those words that's used like way too often. And sometimes people are quick to say something is crazy when they don't understand it or it's different from the, you know, the popular the popular thing that's uniform. They're like, oh, that's crazy or this or that. Like, no, no, that's crazy, it's just different. And it may not even be different in a negative way, it may just be different in a way that people are reluctant to really recognize or they they don't want to step outside their comfortable box to look at it. So, I mean, I just think that that crazy is, has a bunch of different definitions. Crazy
0: could literally mean different from what's popular. Mm -hmm. What you got, Soulful Vision?
4: um i think i have to piggyback on what he's talking about um for one i don't agree with the word crazy um just coming from a mental health perspective um i just don't like (laughs) the stigma behind that word um but i agree with um what he's talking about um that sometimes people call things crazy that they don't quite understand um and that they don't get um so uh definitely, uh, but am I crazy or are other other people crazy? uh, I think we're crazy to other people just because you know especially people that are outside of us, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, outside of our circle um that don't really get the layers you know that we possess um so of course um it's 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 gonna be unfamiliar to them, so yeah.
0: Yeah, I think to that point, that's why he says a question that sometimes drives me hazy. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. why does why do there always have to be some type of comparison or competition? Yeah. Why? Because I do something different. If I do something different from you, that doesn't mean what you're doing is wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that a lot of people tend to do that. And that's what's so frustrating. But I'm going to have to yield over to the audience because they basically were saying what I believe and along with what you guys are saying. Up uh, north, said baby hope. What's up? Noah? It gotta be MC, it gotta be little baby <laughs> hope. <Babe. laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, they gotta know, man.
2: What's going on? What's up, Sean? Man, YouTube land representing.
0: She said, We're all crazy in our own ways. <laughs> I said, Everyone is a little crazy. Look, Ricky said, they crazy next quote. (laughs) He said, it's not you, it's them.
2: That's what Ricky said. He says, not you, it's them. Right.
0: What's going on, Rick? What's up, Rick, man? I'll say, you have to be crazy when you have a vision. You go against the grain of what people see. Danny Diesel said, you're considered crazy when your perspective is outside of their exposure realm. Oh!
4: That's good. That's good.
0: Mind blows. That's, that's good, <laughs> man. Your voice got, What are you talking about? I man? don't know. Danny <laughs> <laughs> said, "Just because you don't think it's right doesn't make it wrong or crazy." Yeah, man. man we got get Danny back.
2: Yo, yeah, man. That right there was man. That's a serious quotable right there, man. For real,
0: Danny. We about to send you the link. Just like well, I'm just <laughs> the- kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What you doing next week?
0: (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, so I agree. So let's go to the next quote. That didn't take long. Deal with yourself as an individual worthy of respect and make everyone else deal with you the same way. The Nikki Giovanni. Yeah.
2: I mean, I I think that's a very eloquent and high class way of saying people are going to treat you how you treat yourself. You know, if you don't respect yourself and hold yourself in the highest esteem, people are just going to treat, they're just going to be like, well, shoot, if you don't care about you, why should I? Or if you are not going to, you know, utilize the awesomeness that is you, I'm going to, and it may not benefit you, but it's going to benefit me. So, and I, had to, I mean, I had to learn that the hard way, you know, having, you know, some of the experiences I did coming up as a kid, um, some of the trauma that I endured, I didn't have high self-confidence Um, It was there in spurts. um, But for the most part, you know, I didn't have a lot of self-confidence. And so as a result, I, you know, I got, you know, attached to people that, you know, they treated me how I viewed myself, which was kind of lowly. And, you know, they got what they could from me. And then when I wanted to challenge that, they was just like, well, what? what did I do? And I had to realize I couldn't necessarily blame them because they were treating me how I was viewing and treating myself. I didn't view myself as someone of, of value, so they were just doing what I was doing.
0: I'm with you. Yeah. What What do you got? Iconic. Iconic. That's, that's
3: perfect. Uh, there's n-
0: nothing to add.
3: You have to. You have to see yourself as somebody worthy of respect before anybody's going to respect you. To be honest. Cause it, just like just like Cordell was saying, if 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 you don't see yourself at a certain place at a certain level of that deserve you know deserving of a certain level of respect, people are gonna feed off of that. People are gonna see that, and and they're not gonna give you that respect.
0: True. What you what you got, Soulful Vision?
4: Um. Yeah, I I agree. Um, <laughs> people uh i'm 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 coming uh people you you have to treat yourself with respect but i also believe that sometimes people can treat you how they feel about themselves um yeah so it it can go either way it it really just really depends on the 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 situation and a lot of people project um they just project how they feel within, and even you know, even if you know your worth, sometimes you know they just project how they they feel like your light like can dim theirs or are is dim theirs. So, um, but I definitely agree with with both of you. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. Al said, "Learned it the hard way too. If you don't value you." then they will undervalue yeah, you will,
2: oh come on they will undersell every time or underquote every time
0: what's going on tam what's up tam look at with the lush couch and her. you
2: know what i'm saying with the model picture with the model picture what in the BET <laughs> is this mc Wonderman.
0: <laughs> he got to be like biggie short
2: you <laughs> <He don't> look- <laughs> know <laughs> yeah, we out of here. See y'all next week. <laughs> <You> <laughs> we,
0: never, we, we done. <laughs> you have to teach the people how to teach you. Yeah, not for real. Make everyone else deal with you the same way doesn't always work, though. That's so funny, Nor, because I was that's the part that I, that bothered mm-hmm. me. Deal with yourself as an individual worthy of respect. I would have stopped it there mm-hmm. because I can't make you do anything. right. But it's certain things that I just won't tolerate. And I think that a lot of times people try too hard to make people do things for them. And it ain't about that. I have a choice. Meaning when when I respect myself, I'm not going to allow myself to be in a space of disrespect. And I don't care who it is, um, family members, Mm -hmm. work. It don't matter. You don't put yourself in a place of disrespect. And it's not my job to be your teacher. Right. But it is my job to protect me. Mm -hmm. And to make sure that I'm okay and take care of me, that Mm -hmm. make part of it because I ain't going to be there long enough. Because (laughs) (laughs) as soon as disrespect is present, I've already made a decision. How will I allow myself to be in a presence where people disrespect? And sometimes we put ourselves in difficult situations Mm -hmm. and try to change somebody. I ain't fighting with nobody. If you don't value me already, why am I going to sit there and try to give you a lesson? Yeah, Man, I ain't no college. You better pay tuition say
2: yeah I haven't
0: you haven't
3: even paid me so So I will add something though right and and going with what you're saying Jay I think to be able to do that you first have to see yourself as worthy of respect because I I I can say I can say personally like kind of like what Cordell was saying there's 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 multiple instances in my life where I didn't really value myself the way that I should have I couldn't see that people were undervaluing me at the same time or disrespecting me and I put up with it because I also didn't value myself or respect myself enough so I let it happen but when you get to a place where you're mentally aware of how how much value you have right and and how much respect that you should get
0: mm-hmm. until
3: you get there I don't I, I feel like that by itself will blind you from how
0: people are disrespecting you or undervaluing you Oh, I agree. And that's kind of yeah. like I posted yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. But maybe it was today. I can't remember. Yesterday. But abuse is abuse, whether you enjoy it or not. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that um, just because mm-hmm. I'm in a place that I thought that I understood it doesn't take away the fact that it's still abuse. And I do agree that you have to get to a place where you respect yourself. But what I'm speaking of more instances where people know that they're in instances where, they're being in disrespectful atmospheres and they stay for the purpose of whatever that relationship will be. Yeah. This is my boss, or this is my mom, or this is my dad, this is my cousin. Mm-hmm. Man, all of them, it don't matter. No one deserves to disrespect you. I don't care who they are, and you don't have to stay there for that because you are worthy of respect. Because here's the other thing yes you think that you are worthy of respect or not doesn't negate the fact that you're still worthy of respect
2: right yeah
0: so if somebody's going to trample right. over you you're already right. feeling like trash when you come to the point of realizing how worthy you are they're not worthy to be in your presence Yeah. Right. that's my whole point absolutely agree yeah let me see what we got biggie short <laughs> i can't be boxed <laughs> Um, Al said, You can control what you respond to and who is in your inner environment. Absolutely. Booski said, Walk away from people who don't treat you as an individual worthy of respect. Right. Scroll on. Yeah. Scroll on. <laughs> show your <me> back. <laughs> uh oh, mama up in the house. She said, You have to first show respect. <laughs> That's soulful vision, mama. Oh, okay, okay. That's pre-vision.
2: <laughs> okay. All right.
3: That's spirit. So you better. You
0: better show people respect. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: <laughs> Al said often they stay because they feel like they don't have a choice. Well, they don't see the choice. Hey Tara Lynn. Hey Tara, big sis. Look, she's talking about yes. I don't know what we're saying yes to. <laughs> Maybe she was saying everything. Yeah. She's everything pre-vision. soulful vision. <laughs> soulful vision. Spiritual vision. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay.
0: Y'all ready for the next one? Yup. I go. Oh. If love is blind, then maybe a blind person that loves has a greater understanding of it. Hey.
4: <laughs>
0: what you got, soulful vision? What is your soul
4: envisioning? Just. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's deep <laughs> um, yeah it is it, it it really is it and i think it although i can see you know um it resonates um just for the simple fact that you know we love through our senses you know through our eyes and through our hearing and through our you know touch um a different love languages, but um if love is blind, then be a blind person that loves has a greater understanding of it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like that's something no, that's something that you have to you 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 really have to sit with. Like if love is blind, if love is really blind, then maybe a blind person that loves has a greater understanding of it because they can't they can't see. Just think about Stevie Wonder. Just think about Stevie Wonder. He he can't see he can't see, but he can feel. And he loves the piano and he loves the harmonica. And you can see that. You know, so it, it it's 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 a depth to it. it, it it's, it's I'm thinking. I'm processing. Figured- but when I didn't no, I
0: figured, you. no, I saw when you looked up, I said, Oh, I okay.
4: Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, just, you just think about Stevie wonder and, and how his love for the piano, his love for music, and he can't even see the notes and he can't even, you know, he can't visualize it in his mind. My name is, you know, my artist name is over vision because I envision things, vi- you know, through, photography or whatever on paper and stuff like that, but he can't see it. And he oh. still has love for it. And he still loves it. Like he can feel it, touch it, see it and, and with all his senses. Yeah. And I think he it just gives him a um, um a, a greater love for it. A greater love for it. Cause it's his Yeah,
0: because it's he is. Yeah. What you got, iconic? Oh.
3: I I love I love this quote, man. I love this quote. Um. We tend just like, just like Soulful Vision was saying. We tend to. get the first feeling of love through sight. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's a huge aspect of what sometimes makes us love something or a person. If you take that away and you still love that person, that's. I mean, I, I have to. I have to, in, in in most aspects, really agree to this statement, because if I were to take vision, I'm trying to think of like me and my wife. And if I was blind, <laughs> would I still love my wife? Right. And how how would you. How would you lo- what would that love look like and I, <laughs> blind? That's I don't it's too deep, man. This is like a whole series. Mm-hmm. Like this is, um, yeah. yeah. I don't even. I can't find the words to even express how this statement makes
0: me feel right now. I see it got y'all um, sitting there. This is what gives you inspiration to write. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, like let me go write about this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a bar right there. Deep. There's no superficial aspect. When you can't see, looks don't matter. Al said, yeah, often because we place too much value on looks. That's why some of those arranged marriages work. Then he came back with Ray Charles was judging them by the feel of their wrist. I
2: remember that in the movie. I remember that.
0: (laughs) Booskin said, well, they do say when you no longer have one sense, that it strengthens the other, it's real. You can't base that love purely off of the person thing you see. Danny said it was deep. He said, it's loving the imperfect which makes the love perfect. Wow. Um, Nor says she thinks the term love is blind is more than just the physical. Um, I think it means that you love something or something despite its faults or imperfections, whether it be physical or otherwise. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> tell it, tell it. Or is it Talib? Talib. Oh, so I said it right. Tell it, Talib. Tell it, Talib. <laughs> hey, Lenora What's of up, Lenora, Lenora boys? boys. Tara said, mind you, it says greater understanding. We're capable of that If we use our other senses, Mm. this statement is kind of like religion. (laughs) Whatever you believe in, you can't physically see it person, but you love as if you can touch, see, actually hear them, hear them or it. There's evidence of this when folks question why something they think is ugly is with someone attractive. They get it. Unless they go
4: digging,
0: <laughs> bro, what you got? Sorry, go ahead.
3: No, what you, what you about to say? I, I was gotta, just. I wanted. I wanted to go back to what what Rashia was saying, like how it's equivalent to religion, right? Because we love God, but we can't see Him. Is that a greater form of love than loving a person that you can't see?
0: Well, I mean, then the bigger argument is. We can't see him, but we see him in people.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Right. But like the physical,
3: right? I'm talking about the physical aspect, right?
0: Yeah, I think that it goes right back to what Nora was saying. And I and I agree, too, that when we think about see, we only think about vision. Mm -hmm. Um, Where there are certain Mm -hmm. words, there are certain words, like, for instance, see um, also means to behold. Yeah. Or it also means to listen, as in let me get your attention. So I think that what I like about that even more is you can have full sight and be blind to something. Correct. You can have full sight and be blind to something. You can also be so engulfed in something that you become blind. So what I like about it so much is Love mm-hmm. is love is boundless, mm-hmm. and so when you get to a place where you live a life led by love, you do become blind to the distractions that would deter you from love.
2: Yeah, that goes in with what I was thinking. Yep.
0: I don't think it has anything to do with physical sight yeah as much as it has everything to do with not losing or not missing the mark.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's- so, are you yeah, saying yeah. that you agree with that statement, Jay?
0: What, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I said you see and feel the effects and evidence of God adding to you, and then um, when came back and said sometimes you only see what you want to see. Come on, mm-hmm. right? No, I don't think that this is a statement. I don't look at this as a statement of whether it's an affirmation, like affirming something, as much as it's something to consider. I look at this as more of a reflective statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it good. is. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is something to think about because sometimes we all need different ways to get there. So I look at this as a great reflection of reflective statement in regards to love and its full capabilities of what it could do if we allow it to consume us.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. i am be reflecting on this for a while.
2: Yeah. No, I I definitely
0: agree. (laughs) Same. Yeah you was about to say something, or you good? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say because you think it's so hard, I feel it. <laughs> you no,
2: know because I mean, no, cause, I mean it, it confused me at first because you know, when people people when people often say love is blind, they're talking about the whole like physical, you don't care how about people looking blah blah blah. But I looked at after really sitting with this and hearing what everybody had to say, I, I looked at it as like, you know you know, we, you know, even with sight, you know, love doesn't, it doesn't use sight. It's a, it's more of, of an innate thing for me. And so, in my opinion, and so it's like when I first met Rishia, um I, of course, I saw her visually, but my spirit reached out to her. It, it wasn't a visual thing. And, so that's why when I, when I think when I see this and says love is blind, that's what I think of love is, is saying that, you know, love doesn't care about what you see
0: physically. Well, and, and it's so funny because, like, if you think about what Eve said in her song, love is blind, it takes over your mind. Mm-hmm. So th- she wasn't talking about physical sight. Right. Yep. And I think that sometimes we get to places where. The way that we physically or intentionally depend on our senses, our body doesn't synthesize it the same way.
2: Right, yep, exactly.
0: Because we know something tastes good before we even taste it because we told ourselves that.
2: hmm
0: Right. You see what I mean? We yeah. know something is going to feel good before we even feel it because we told we told ourselves that. And even when we feel something, it feels greater when the touch is already there, especially when it's a touch you're anticipating. You're like, I want that touch to touch me, but when it touches, it intensifies mm-hmm. because we've already saw the touch. Yeah. We've already saw the experience. None of this is about physically seeing. Right. Yeah. This is not about having eyesight. This is this is about having insight.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And I think that we miss that. And sometimes we don't appreciate insight enough. We don't appreciate um, going back kind of to the other statement about respect. We don't respect ourselves enough to trust our instinct. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: We don't value ourselves enough to really sit there for a moment and say, if I'm uncomfortable, I'm uncomfortable for a for a reason Mm -hmm. or if i feel like home why does this feel like home and i don't feel like home in my own home
2: right
0: or why do i have a connection with these individuals but i don't have a connection with these that i've known my whole life
2: yep
0: we don't trust that enough and we try and what we do is talk our we talk ourselves out of blindness into sight Mm. because being blind don't make sense right yeah, I'm going to have to think on that, too. I'm with you. This is a
3: reflective. I'm even thinking of it as, as kind of like a litmus test. Like that you that you could possibly mm. like, well, at least for me, like I'm going to start thinking about things. If I couldn't see this physically, do I still love it? And is mm. it actually love if I don't love it, if I don't see it? Mm. It's right, almost even a litmus test, too.
0: The body, the body, because the brain through automatic behaviors you function through condition programming. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, that's that's heavy, heavy. That's like bolder, man. For real, heavy for me. I always bear in mind that my mission is to leave behind me the kind of impression. That will make it easier for those who follow. Yeah, I always bear in mind that my mission is to leave behind me the kind of impression that will make it easier for those who follow.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it, to me, it says, you know, the goal is to leave behind a legacy that will be worthy of either continuing or, yeah, really continuing. Or mm-hmm. I guess in the case of maybe if you have kids, them following in the, in the path that you laid down. That's what that says to me, you know, to live a purpose life and leave behind, you know, um, a legacy that is purposeful. That's Come
0: on. You
2: preach mission.
0: No, I was just, you know what a fellowship yeah what you got soulful vision i feel like that Um, that, that put her in like (laughs) like i'm ready to write now you ready to write
4: (laughs) i'm ready to process and reflect i think (laughs) that's why i was quiet i was like you know (laughs) some 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 stuff just stopped me in my tracks like that but um so, yeah, uh, I like this quote. Um, just thinking about just me as an artist in general um, and the lyrics that I write, um, I want them to be long lasting. So I don't want them to just be relevant right now, you know, or whenever I wrote, like let go. I want them to be relevant like uh, 10 years from now. So, um if it's for my nephews, if it's for my future kids that I have in the future, it can be relevant to them, you know, so, so um, definitely I want to leave behind the kind of expression that, that, that will uh, make it easier for people to follow. Um, So just, just living a purposeful life. I've, I think at a young age, I've been purpose, I've always been purpose-driven and always had the intent to, um, or had in mind that people are Watching me. Um, I have a big family, um, a lot of nieces and nephews, and I know they watch me, like really watch <laughs> me um, foot to foot. What you doing? You know, where are you going? And um, I want them to see um, an example of somebody who is purpose driven. So, yeah. Yeah.
3: Iconic. For some reason, the only the only thought that comes to mind when I read this, because this it's real wordy. Um, I always bear in mind that my mission is to leave behind me the kind of impression that will make it easier for those who follow. It reminds me of, of of being a parent. I'm trying to I'm trying to do the best that I can as a father, so when I do pass, whatever whatever road that I have paved for my children is not a difficult road. It is an easy road and I feel like so I've, I've always heard these two different types of schools of thought in parenting, right? Like if you're a successful parent, you know, you shouldn't leave your kids a lot of money. You shouldn't leave them, you know, they got to work hard for blah, blah, blah. And I understand that the concept behind that, but also you're still you're, you're making the road hard for them when you have the ability to make the road easy for them when you pass instead of teaching them how to use these blessings in order to to continue forward with ease you want to keep those blessings from them because you want them to suffer so they can you know work hard for whatever and I understand the concept behind it but for some reason that's the only thing that comes to mind when I read this is like Marion Anderson whoever that is I'm not sure who that person is but is trying to say when they pass they want to make sure, that whoever they left this legacy to it's easy for them to continue down that road
2: yeah
0: she's a famous black singer oh, okay like a historic icon Clearly um i don't know my history it's okay somebody else said the same thing whoever it was was wordy so it's okay <laughs> that was all Al, i think yeah um Tara going back to the other statement, somebody she don't even think that Chris Jimmy thought um this deep. And she was saying about this statement, it literally means like paving the way. Mm-hmm. And look, here go Al. Oh, this person just wanted to be wordy. <laughs> um, this should be a model for those who aspire to inspire true leadership. Come on. All yep. right, look, MCJ swag and C thought. Mm-hmm. Fat need to be in <laughs> too close to black thought. Can't do it.
2: Crumb
3: thought. See idea.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so what you got, bro?
2: I said I went. I went first.
0: Oh, <laughs> you, you know what? On this with this statement. I kept making it. I wanted it to rhyme and have a whole rhythm (laughs) because it was like, I always bear in mind that my mission is to leave behind. Mm -hmm. That's why I kept pausing at me. But it really should be. I always bear in mind that my mission is to leave behind me. Mm -hmm. But I kept stopping at behind (laughs) and mind. And then I was like, well, if that's the case, I went straight poetic. I was like me. The kind of impression that will make it easier for those who follow me. Um. <laughs> so I was like, she should have just said me. It would have been perfect. But um, I think this is a great accountability statement.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think that this is a great example of a tree, knowing when to be the roots, when to be the trunk, and when to be the branches, and when to provide the shade. And this is a great example of. Sometimes you need to provide the shade to allow other things to grow.
2: Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And I agree Absolutely.
0: with iconic a lot because this debunks that whole thing. Like, I don't like um they gotta learn the hard way. Yeah. Man, that's stupid. If you learn the hard way, well, I gotta <laughs> learn your way. Let me learn a new way. Right to keep going through that same cycle of learning it the hard way. Yeah. Uh-uh, teach me the lesson and let me learn a new lesson. I can teach you something. That's
2: that's one of them we talked about. Well, this is back in the first right? We talked about those problematic heirlooms that people pass down to generations. That's one of those things. They got to get it tough like they got to get out the mud like I did. Well, if you right. done got out the mud and did all that, why can't you see them? Why can't your kids see you spraying yourself off and you tell them, hey, look, this is what got me muddy. Don't do this because you won't be dirty. And they
0: can be better. Like, why don't okay, you gotta get dirty and get out of the mud? Exactly. And it's hot outside. <laughs> and what's crazy is we're the
3: ones that do that, yeah, right? Like yeah. there's our people that have mm-hmm. this mindset mm-hmm. and instead Who, of elevating that? the next generations, you know what I'm saying? Instead of elevating the next generations and leaving a path for them to continue to elevate, we start them back at the floor. We're like, nah, nah, you gotta, you gotta start yeah. at the bottom.
2: So instead of yeah, instead of us putting them on our shoulders, we throw them in the mud and say, yep, go ahead. And then say, no, you
0: dirty. Right.
2: Like, what?
0: Yeah. You push me in the mud, but then get mad for me for being <laughs> dirty. And then want to call me out for being dirty.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's another good one. Look, <laughs> CID. CID. Uh, I can't stand y'all. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna keep that one though. Okay, my humanity is bound up in yours, for we can only be human together. The Desmond Tutu.
2: Huh. it's interesting. What the
0: world needs. Girl. I mean,
2: to me, that just that speaks of like the communal aspect of us as human beings—that we're not a isolated. We're not a. a a species that's supposed to be isolated we're better we're way better off as 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 a unit as a group and so i guess it's just saying that you know together is when we is when we can be our best when we're isolated you know we're not really at our best and we can't achieve the greatness that we are destined to if we're all just separated that's what that says to me
0: Al said, there is a middle ground as a parent. This is kind of going back to the last statement. Mm -hmm. Middle ground as a parent can teach them to be appreciative of the journey. Right. I don't think you can teach people to be appreciative of the journey. Which journey? No journey. Like uh, being appreciative is is solely intrinsic.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Because what you
0: want me to do is Mm -hmm. acknowledge or affirm feelings Mm -hmm. the way that you being right appreciative but i can appreciate something and I, I may not be like doing it the same way right yep like a good example my oldest like when you shock her with something that's really awesome it's going to appear that she doesn't appreciate it but really what happened is she went into a shock and she like like why you did this mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's not that she didn't want it mm-hmm. it just stunned her so many people were looking at him like oh she don't appreciate nothing Mm -hmm. No, she appreciates the way she appreciates. It's just not the way that we thought it would be. Whereas my youngest, she jump up and down. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My oldest, you probably get a thank you like six months later. (laughs) Like, that was dope what you did for me six months ago. Like, it finally registered. (laughs) And I I feel like we put pressure on it. But the the thing about building is you may not, I go through this journey so you don't have to. Mm -hmm. It's not, and I hate when parents do this like, Try to make a kid understand what the parent worked through to, provo- to provide them that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, a parent, a, a kid ain't supposed to know that, right? A kid ain't supposed to know about paying bills, a kid ain't supposed to know about that. But they will come a point in their life where you are paving the way for them to experience things that you know absolutely nothing about, yeah. And I think okay. we keep. It's like we building that, that sand house on the beach. Mm-hmm. We want them to keep mm-hmm. building but let the water come down versus building that foundation and allowing them to build and experience things we know nothing about.
2: Yeah. I agree, bro. I do.
0: Let me see. Nor said impression for me translates as influence or things that I have taught to the future generation. She's so wholesome. Yeah, that makes sense. How you get this wholesome wife? <laughs> Oh, she's amazing. She just I don't know. <laughs> You're amazing, Nora. <laughs> can I
3: can I can I just say all right, go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. I
3: was actually gonna go to the comment before. We're talking about, you know, this appreciating one? yeah, can't can't teach them to be appreciative of the journey. I think and and the reason I'm gonna say this is because something that I have posted a few days ago about something my son asked me, right? He said he said uh he said, Why do you have to go to work? to make money. Can you not just stay at home and make money to me? That means he sees my journey. He saw a part of my journey. He sees that for me to be able to provide, I have to do this thing that keeps me away from them. Right? Mm -hmm. So he he's seeing the journey and my goal is to put him in a position where he doesn't have to do the same thing that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So I think as far as appreciating the journey, If you're open with your children, man, and they're around and you're around your children, they're going to see your journey, whether you like it or not. Yeah. You don't even really have to teach them to be appreciative. You could teach them how to handle certain situations, but they're going to see you struggling. They're going to see if you allow them to see. Now, don't like I'll tell you this. I grew up in a home where my parents didn't let me see nothing. I didn't see nothing. When I was a little kid, I didn't know what was going on. It wasn't until I got older that I realized everything my father had to sacrifice in order to give us the life that we had hmm so it just depends on anyway yeah
0: no i agree Done. i do too i agree too man still being appreciative of whether it's different or not
2: mm. What? <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm saying that yeah.
0: i think that's part of the problem when knowing nothing about the journey or about the work it took i don't think that's that's your responsibility mm-hmm. to know about the journey and the work it took for you. Right. But a child don't need to know about the work it took you. They they got their own journey.
2: They're still right. developing and, and mm-hmm. seeing about life. They're a kid. You want them to it it sounds like you want to smash up a lifetime thrift for experience and deposit it into them.
0: No, our old school. I know where that's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> as far as like as far that's as- old school. That's how we was raised. Yeah. For real. Like yeah. You, yeah, like you he he's like parents for some reason wanted to steal what they went through mm-hmm. like they, they're like get out here and fix this car or fix this right. no
4: i don't do that
0: <laughs> you don't appreciate right. nothing i do appreciate i just don't want to do it yeah and my and what i do is just like being a first generation college student i remember going to college everybody told me when i struggled was like well why are you going to college anyway just come home mm-hmm. because none of them went to college mm-hmm. so it didn't make sense to do something you really didn't like because they didn't understand the other side of that you said i mean mm-hmm. but other things they instilled because they knew so that's why i'm saying like i had to finish college because i wanted to give those who followed me a different experience mm-hmm. and know that graduating from graduating in augusta and working at um it was trw at the time you remember trw it was trw or working at one of the plants something in Augusta and that's what you do. Get your $17 an hour mm-hmm. and you make that money and you might get 19 by the time you 40 or 50 and then you stay there till you retire. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I get what he was saying with it. I just think that that's kind of destructive and it limits us.
2: Right. Yeah. I, th- I agree. Those Ooh. things that we pass down that we got to do away with. On oh, this ring love.
0: Oh, let me go back. To this, I don't know what was I. the new quote? <laughs> My humanity is bound up in yours, for we can only be human together. She Hawk said the child's journey will look different anyway based upon evolution. Teach and guide them, they will appreciate their own journey. Or right. maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> they might be like the hell with this. I don't wanna do that. <laughs>
4: <Right>. <laughs>
0: What you about to say about this, bro? Um, guys- <clears throat> um I, I, I'm I'm gonna be
3: I'm gonna be a little bit negative. I'm gonna go against I'm gonna go against I'm gonna go against this because we can be good humans and there could be a group of people that don't care about anybody else but their people. That does not mean that my humanity is bound by them, right? We we're going through this right now. We have we have people in this country right now that don't care about humanity. They care about their own skin. That's it. I and we care about each other. It doesn't matter looks or what it, religion, background, whatever. We care about each other, and we have you know, we're human together, but this other group of people that doesn't want to be human with us. I don't feel like my humanity should be bound by them. That's So basically this statement is saying that unless everybody is human together, then nobody has humanity.
0: I Well, I think it's the other way. It's saying that the essence of humanity is bound in us being human.
3: Mm-hmm. But it's saying that we can only be human
0: together that's what humanity is right
3: but if there's a group of people Mm -hmm. that refuse to be together does that make the rest of the people that want to be human together less you know have have less humanity because it's bound by others right does that make sense my understanding is
0: (laughs) <laughs> it's a yes and a no Is I get what you're saying but I think his focus was on humanity mm-hmm. not the human mm-hmm. your focus is on the human and not the humanity you flipped it you went straight to the human indivi- individually mm-hmm. and you focused on that and what he's saying is that's the problem because we are focusing on us individually and not focusing on what the essence of humanity is about mm-hmm. Yeah. to your point you proved his point okay
3: Okay, I see. I see now. Yeah, when I first read it, I was like, "Oh hell no!"
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "We humans in here, man. I don't care about them out there." I'll say he agree with um, iconic. You have to have Im- I- immunity, whether they have it or not. If you are the only person left in the world, you are still human.
2: Yeah, so yeah, I think so. I think Al, you're going the same way with what the iconic was and focusing, like, you know, on the, the specific versus the whole, which is what Desmond was talking about. Two, two, as his unit. Two, two.
0: Oh, there we go. Humanity. Okay, we can go back now. You have to have <laughs> humanity, whether they have it or not, right? If you are on, if you are the only person left in the world. You're still human. Oh, do y'all want to try one more quote? Just do it. You want to try one more quote? Soulful Vision? Sure. It's a bar like that Love is Blind Sure. Oh, perfect.
4: Oh, sure.
0: Life is what you make it. I hope you make a movement. Bishop Nipsey Hustle. Mm-hmm.
3: Bishop. Imam Nipsey Hussle,
2: yeah,
0: honorary bishop,
2: yeah. So I mean,
0: most high.
2: (laughs) This literally says to me, like, you know, make the most out of the life that you have, and make it worth something. Make it well, make it worth it. Period. But make it also something that affects that again, legacy. That because movements affect whole groups of people, so make it something, make it have a legacy, a purpose-driven life, have a legacy that affects big groups of people or large groups of people.
4: Um, (laughs) I would say that, um, I agree with this quote too. Um, and just look at, it's unfortunate that he's not here anymore. Um, but he has made his life a movement. Um, mm-hmm. You see a lot of people just even with his clothing brand, yeah, um, just even with the quote, um, it's a marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is an example of this quote. He, um, and just piggybacking on the quotes that we've talked about throughout um, this uh, segment, um, he, he, he left his imprint on, on, on this world. And um, again, it's unfortunate that we don't see the impact <laughs> or the movement until people are gone. Um, but definitely life is what you make it. And um, and and, it, and it's a movement, you know, and, and you just have to keep it moving and people are people see you and people are influenced by what you're doing. And that's just the matter of it. Um, of realizing that you know what you're doing isn't it's important and it is a movement so yeah
0: that's awesome yeah um for nick hey hey tell she said first time tuning in i have enjoyed you all oh, thank you yes yeah, she watched uncle marcus hey thank you um y'all you got
3: anything iconic so uh, i i really love that we all interpret everything differently somewhat um, the way that I interpreted this is don't let your life be stagnant.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. You have the ability to actually produce okay. results to produce. Um, I, I don't want to use movement. I'm looking for another word, but to, to, to allow your life to move forward. is. Mm-hmm. is, 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 is so the way that I interpret it is don't, don't allow. Your life to become stagnant a lot of people just just live but they're not going anywhere mm-hmm. nothing moves you know for 30 40 years kind of like what jay was saying about the people that work in the plant they worked there for their whole life and they don't move there's no movement in life it's the same thing day in and day out so the way that i interpret this is to continue always searching for the next step to cause movement within your life. There has to be a next always pursue always in pursuit of the next thing. Mm-hmm. That's how I interpreted it.
0: Word.
2: Mm-hmm. Is, it? I went first. I can't remember no more.
0: <laughs> Nor said if only more people follow this advice. If you live your life stagnantly, look at that. It does you no good we must evolve they just, she's so wholesome
1: she <laughs> plagiarized what i just
0: said no i feel like you plagiarized what she said i didn't even see what she said i feel like Nora just be sitting outside and butterflies and stuff be flying around <laughs> her head she loves butterflies there's butterflies all over this house
2: the sunlight just be following her right. around and stuff
0: and then there's a man I, right <laughs> the dark guy black. on the couch guy on the couch <laughs> Yeah, I I would go with the same thing, and I think that this is a challenge. Two things um, about this have made this so powerful. I just wish that we would change the narrative of we making movements once we're dead. Once we're dead, mm-hmm. um, why can't we honor the work of the living and stand behind mm-hmm. that? I've kind of been in that reflective, so this one kind of stuck with me a lot because. Um, we've lost a lot of people in my family this year. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I was fighting with, and we kinda, we've kind of we talked about this a lot. I remember when the third death happened, it was when my birth father died. And I remember telling the client, like, no, when my aunt died, I told the client I was working on a website and I said, hey, I'm gonna have to pull back off of this website. And the very first thing that came out the client's mouth was, you got to be kidding me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, okay. I didn't apologize. I said, okay. So I said, well, we can discontinue services altogether. And I immediately just ended their contract. The next person, um, I said, when my birth father died, third death, they said the same, they said something similar, but they were like, Oh, I wasn't gonna talk to you until this day. Mm-hmm. So I started to realize that people lose focus of what you're doing for them or what you are doing and think that the service that you provide is is some type of slavery or some type of debt that they never paid. Like, I'm giving you a service that if you went somewhere else, you would pay a whole lot more for. And I give you things on top of that service, like advice and things like that. Like, I don't just do it. And all of that. But you forget why I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And then the very first thing that Mm -hmm. come out of all of their mouths is you're supposed to be about love. Don't talk to me about something, you know, absolutely nothing about because you haven't taken one of my classes. You don't know what we are about. Mm -hmm. You have an assumption. And so for me, a lot of times when you see this, many of us are probably making movements, Mm -hmm. but we have a thing about honoring valued life. So what movements can you connect to yes. that you don't even see? Like there's someone sitting there right now that needs it. And everyone who talks about this show, the reason why we started this show, not only to uplift brothers and their families and all of that, we wanted to provide opportunities mm-hmm. for people that may not have it. That's why our fan base or our audience and our viewership, we don't care about sharing that. Mm-hmm. We want them to have it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. so the movement sometimes is the collective yeah. move yep. which is showing that we are in this together.
4: Yes. Yes.
0: So soulful yes. vision. Yes. Do you have something in your back pocket that you would like to close us out with? Not my life. What
4: about front pocket? I, I ain't got no pockets. Ain't no pockets on my, my pads today.
0: You ain't got
4: nothing uh, you want to uh, share? Uh yeah. Uh I can do um I can do a poem. I can do a grandma's wisdom. Okay, go
0: ahead. She's like, let me look it up. Let me get it. <laughs>
4: I know, I know it by heart yeah i, I know it by heart um actually did this poem last week at a at a show that i was um so honored and grateful to be a part of um of this um show here in augusta georgia um but this poem is called grandma's wisdom i hope y'all enjoy my grandmother she came to me in a dream she sat on the side of my bed like a watchman in the night. It's my protection. She, she said, she said, she said, hey, my baby. Everybody can't handle something as good as sweet as you. You are the epitome of milk and honey. Some people are like toasting not everybody knows and understands the value of you and baby. And baby, everybody can't go where God is taking you. I, I see what you've been going with. And God is calling you high. When will you retire the desire to stay in a comfort zone that you cannot evolve in? Are you afraid of growth or is it that you don't want to change who you are to the call? And why won't you give your all to the gifts God has blessed you with to glorify him and, and bless all with? She said, she said, baby, you can't you can't run from yourself. And though sometimes I know you get you get tired of yourself in this and this work can be so full of spite and depression it remains high in your bloodstream high enough that you can hear your own silent screams deep enough that you can't just pray it away when you look into the mirror and try to find the significant things that hold together the pieces that make you learn to learn to love yourself because the imperfection of your exterior is not the immaculate conception of your interior beauty she said she said don't you ever be ashamed of what god has made of you she said baby there are people would try to guilt you into believing that there is something wrong with you you know that spiritual warfare know that we fight not against this flesh and blood but against spiritual wickedness and high places so the attack that you are feeling on your spirit is be, is because you are anointed it's because you have you have been appointed well 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 I laid there yeah I lay there in a dream which seemed so real, a presence that I had been longing for since February 2017. The answers that I had been searching, though I did not know what questions to ask say grandmother's wisdom sitting on the side of my bed as a transcending angel from the heavenly skies, she was reminding me. she was reminding me not to run back to what made me start running. she she was singing to me. she said, there ain't no need to worry." what the night is gonna bring, yeah. She said, it'll be all over in the morning. She sung to me. She said, I ain't no need to worry what the night is gonna bring. She said, it'll be all over in the morning thank you, yeah. 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 Yes. Thank, you. thank you yeah bars thank
0: you i and told y'all my family is dope bars and melodies yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah.
4: Ooh. Ooh. it did i don't know where we're
0: gonna go yeah. after that you started crying. No. He about to cry. Going home. He about to cry. We gotta do positive brother shout out. No. Yeah. Then we are gonna go home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Look at that. 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 Bars. Share. Share your. Thank share you. your
3: information, sis.
0: Look. They say they love that. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
3: You got Instagram handle in the comments.
0: Look. She got a brother on. Go yeah. ahead.
4: <laughs>
0: I'll say yes. Yeah. All Thank of you. you. Thank you. Proud of you, that proud of amazing. you, proud of you. And I told you, Thank you, we'll do everything that we can to support you yeah. and make sure that the world know everything about you. You're very gifted. You're very talented. You so I want to collab. Thank you. Ooh.
4: <laughs> yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Yes, yeah. definitely.
0: Yeah, that's just, like, definitely. dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, positive brother shout out. Yes. Okay, because this is when we take an opportunity to shout out those who probably don't get recognized as often, who are making positive um strides mm-hmm. in our community or connected to us. So, who are some brothers you would like to shout out?
3: Um,
2: so first. She baking. My bad. <laughs> uh, she was quiet. I was like, but she knows she was to mm-hmm. go <laughs>
4: Um, i I'm a shout Shout out uh one of my good um one of my good friends. He's an artist in the city here. Um he does amazing work. He's a great lyricist. Um, the Kid Justice. Um you can check out all his music on um all digital platforms. He's really amazing. And I wish people could see that he is. Um so I'm gonna shout out him. You can follow him at The Kid Justice on um all Uh, platforms um to check out his music so yeah check him out he's doing great things so proud of him and all the work that he's doing i actually have a um song that i collabed with him on so you can check that out as well so um shout out to the kid justice yeah
0: when it's all over make sure you put all those links in the comments so we can follow who we need to follow okay absolutely sure who you got iconic
3: Today I'm going to dedicate my brother shout out to you Jay. Um for 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 the little while that I've known Jay. Um he has been a person who is loving and caring, empathetic. He's always looking for opportunities to help everybody around him elevate and it's it's so amazing to see it and and to experience it because it's not something that I've ever seen so in in such a pure form to be completely honest. I mean, this man will just be sitting there all day just thinking about how he can help the people around him and he just does it and it's so amazing to me and Jay, I appreciate you for that, man. I love you for that, brother. Like it's you're teaching me to become a better person just by showing that example. So thank you.
0: Say something quick. Go, go. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> thank so, you, bro. Well, usually I go with Jay first, but he gonna go last today because they can't do that too, twice. So uh, I definitely want to give a shout out actually to, I just want to give a shout out to all the activists and all the different communities that are all the, the brothers that are on the ground, 10 toes down because those brothers often don't have a lot of community support, especially when they're not looking for a camera or posting everything they do on social media. There's quite a few activists out there that are really have been doing work for years and they don't have community support. Community activists need community support because if they don't have that, they're really doing everything by themselves. And when the stuff gets tough, they're really out there on their own. And when they're gone, People are looking for them, but those same people didn't help them, when they had a chance to when they were out there. So I want to shout out all those brothers because they're doing what a lot of people are afraid or too lazy to do. You know, they're really being the change that they want to see in their community, in the world, in their lives, period. So I want to shout out every single one of those brothers because they do not get the recognition they deserve because they aren't looking for recognition. Um, And so I definitely want to shout out Ahmed and all the other brothers that are on tonight with us. you know, E, Sean, uh, Ricky, Al, all y'all brothers. And last but certainly not least, I definitely want to shout out my brother Jay, because not only is his light like a supernova, but Jay is the shining example of you can be your best self and also sharpen other people, help them be their best selves. One does not take away from the other, and they both enhance
0: the other. Oh, okay. So, y'all going to try to make me cry, but I'm not going <laughs> to do it. Forget y'all. Um I actually want to shout out to Daw today, man. Mm-hmm. Me and Daw had a long conversation earlier today and he reminded me of so many things, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the things that he said that was so powerful. He said let people catch what they're going to catch because this is life and you're going to, you're going to maneuver anyway. Mm-hmm. And that stay with me because people going to catch. What they want to catch, catch a cold, catch a fever, catch COVID, catch an attitude. <laughs> it don't matter. They're going to catch what they want to catch. Yeah. And I have no jurisdiction over that. And he really encouraged me, but he also just reminded us of the work that we're doing mm-hmm. and how, because some days I'm going to tell you now, I was just talking to Sean about this earlier and I talk to you every day about it. Some days we feel like we just spinning wheels because yeah. we're doing a lot of work and we're trying to help. But there are some people that literally try to shut down everything that we do. I mean, it's like they just wake up and say, who am I going to mess with today and try to make their world a living hell? Yeah. And it seemed like we get them like. Like, why you want to mm-hmm. play with us? We are not the ones. Mm-hmm. So there are there mm-hmm. have been several frustration moments, and we just continue to persevere. But I say we continue to persevere because it's pure, but because I'm connected to so many amazing brothers who want the same, you know. Like Cordell, we didn't know what we was gonna be doing, and you you just be you just be trusting me aimlessly. <laughs> just foolishly trusting, like, I question question a lot of stuff about you, I question your life choices, because you just, just like, yeah, let's do it, and anytime, no matter how wild or how crazy it is, you have always been like, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, and we continue to get these same crazy people that love us unconditionally, and that are always there, like like a man, he just came out of nowhere, fell out of the sky, and just be following us, doing crazy stuff with us. But we all are doing it in the name of love. Ricky is the same way. Mm-hmm. Al, we met. Al was, remember, I was on the very first planning yeah. committee for Brother Empowerment. You know, it's so funny. Like, mm-hmm. all of us are still close, and I couldn't do what I do without the support of my brothers um, in making Brother Empowerment such a success. So, guys, don't think that we don't even know. And it's so funny. I used to work um, with my cousin's brother and I didn't know Mm -hmm. Marquise, and he is the same way. He's a light. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that he's a light and he's a positive example. And it was never it's like light recognizes light. And Mm it's so many light field people. And I have to remind myself and whoever's listening, I want you to remind yourself, too light and darkness cannot coexist light will always cast out darkness so don't get upset and don't be mad when a dark person leaves your life yeah no matter how long you've known them yeah yeah all right yeah so what we're gonna do man we're gonna go ahead and head out hey cuz stay on but like we tell people every time like if you feel that nobody else in this world loves you or care about you, you just met four people who truly do, four people who care for you. Yeah. Make sure you connect with us yeah. and we will see you guys. Next
1: week Cause as they raising your spirits, you start embracing your fearless. You can't deny that you're clearing all the demons from your heart. Wishing it from the start. To any brother that wanna step in and be a part. Cause it's easier to do it together than be apart. Hope to be the beacons of light that can shine in the dark. Ha